0: Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler.
1: Hi guys, welcome back. Let's dive into our next episode, our second pillar of emotional intelligence. We are talking about self-management today, but before we dive into that, make sure you hit the subscribe, like, and share for the My Opinion podcast, the leadership podcast for women, and thank you so much for continuing to listen and support this amazing podcast that I love doing every single week for you. But let's dive in. So we're talking about the second pillar today of emotional intelligence. It's self-management. So what do you think about when you hear the term self-management? I think about a lot of different things, but when it pertains to leadership a few things go through my mind, but I personally think, can you keep it together as a person? Like, do you have it together? What's your life like? Or how emotionally mature are you? And that's actually what it means in some regards. I asked myself that question before looking it up. I was like, what does that really mean to me? And what does what that, what do I think about it? I'd ask yourself that. What does it mean to you? But you know, I love to give a a definition if you listen to my other episodes, and I love to to put that out there so we understand what the term actually means. But self-management means, so this is the actual definition. It means management of oneself, the taking of responsibility for one's own behavior and well-being. But today we are diving a bit deeper here and we're looking at it in regards to emotional intelligence because to me that seems a little basic and yes you're taking responsibility for your own behavior and your well-being but this is a little bit deeper. So there are a few components when exploring self-management that I'd like you to think about especially regarding emotional intelligence and the first in my opinion is the ability of you know, emotional self-control or how to be in control of your emotions and how well do you control your feelings or and or expressing them in an appropriate way. And that is really a key skill, I think, in being a human being, but definitely in leadership. And I, I want you to think about it. Like, have you ever worked for somebody that has just been someone that just flies off the handle all the time and yells at anything or maybe fires off an email before they really understand everything or jumps the gun on something all the time? And that can be any kind of emotion or questions you too quickly. That individual, using that example, that individual lacks self-management. They're also not self-aware, which is why being self-aware is the first pillar. So you have to really, (laughs) they have to understand who they are and have that self-awareness first. But that's their own issue. But self-management is controlling those emotions. So if we know, if we're self-aware enough to understand that, you know, I tend to get angry or upset or I react quickly when this happens, great, then we're able to be in control or we are able to self-manage when XYZ happens. That's why this is the flow of how this goes. As a leader, it is imperative, in my opinion, that you know how to express your emotions in an appropriate way. I think it's imperative as an individual anyway but as a leader it's just even more imperative I often share with all of you that I made a lot of mistakes as a leader I love sharing my mistakes <laughs> I hope it helps you I say this like I think every week I hope it helps you guys and I you will make these mistakes too in your own ways or maybe you have made them maybe that's why you laugh along with me or you think oh my gosh you know I'm I hope I don't make the mistake or hope I learn from this. And you shouldn't be afraid to make them because I've learned some amazing lessons from them. And I'm glad I, I went through these experiences. And self-management and the emotional component are, are areas where mistakes will be made. It, they, they just are. I remember several times when, for instance, kind of going back to this example of losing your cool because I think when we're talking about emotions at work we think about a lot of reactionary things that can happen and I remember losing my cool often especially when I was younger and I know I'm still young some people will listen to this and go she's still young what does she know and I don't know a lot but I know some things because of my experience but I lost my cool sometimes you know in my 20s because I had a temper still and I didn't really have that emotional intelligence yet to know how to deal with it and I did have a temper like to be reckoned with in my 20s I remember there's so many different stories I could share with you on this one but this one came up for some reason when I was writing about this and then also you know obviously here podcasting about it and I had an assistant manager that was just chronically late like Oh my god, it drove me so crazy, you guys. Like, it drove me up the wall crazy in so many different ways. And I am not the most punctual person in the world, which will shock some of you listening to this because I, if you work with me, I am exceptionally punctual. I show up early, like my work life is very different than my personal life, which I think some of us are are like that. That's how that happens. I'd be interested to hear how you guys are. Let me know. Send me a message. Tell me how it is (laughs) for you. But I take work so seriously. It's so important to me. That's like my life. And I know it's not the same. And I often share on the podcast too that remember no one's going to care as much. This is I learned this in here. So now you're (laughs) hearing exactly how I learned it you're the boss, right? Or you're the supervisor, or you're in charge of whatever it is. And at this time, this was, you know, I was in charge of a store. So I wasn't understanding that no one was going to care as much as me because I ran this store at 22. I was running this store 21, 22. Yeah. I just wanted him to care as much as me. Why the hell would he care as much as me? He's not making as much money as me. He had had other things that he was doing. Even though he was my second in command. Why would he care as much as me? I didn't get that yet. I didn't have the emotional intelligence yet for that. And so that was a problem. And I wasn't socially aware of that yet. Which I'm jumping ahead. Because that will be in the next episodes to come. We'll talk about that. But... I didn't get it, and I was frustrated, and I didn't know how to deal with my own emotions. So the punctuality with him was driving me nuts, and he was walking all over me a lot. And uh, he was older than me. Everybody that worked for me was, but we were the closest in age, and he was actually somewhat of a friend later on, became quite a good friend to me, and that becomes an issue too. And in my opinion, I don't think you should work with friends. I think it works sometimes, but very rarely. It's just not a good situation. You have to be quite emotionally mature, since we're talking about this. I'll put that in there to to do it. So I completely lost my shit one day, finally, on him. And just in the wrong setting, wrong time, he he had gone from being like, five to ten minutes late, which who cares, right? About that. But it became like an hour. It became an hour and a half or forty-five minutes some days. It was just so inconsistent. And I had responsibilities. I had things that needed to to be done. Bank deposits, meetings I had to be on with corporate. It was bad. And I lost my shit. <laughs> I was so upset. And the challenging aspect of this, hands down, is just that I didn't understand where all of this was coming from and, and that it was really back on me. I made the mistake. It was really me. I had completely lost touch with how upset these things that were happening within my environment were making me and I last started in the wrong way, in the wrong setting and at the wrong time. I made a mistake. I learned. I got better at it. I never acted like that again. I, you know, learned some emotional self-control within this, you know, in that particular experience, but several more in the future, but emotional self-control is the most challenging aspect in my opinion, hands down within self-management, I think. Because you will be challenged your whole life as a leader with it. Because new challenges come up. Like this was kind of novice in my example. And it's because I was young. I was a young leader. And was bottling all these things up. Because I was struggling with, if you guys listen to my podcast, you know I was struggling with all the delegation. And I wanted to take it all on. And I broke. (laughs) I freaked out. So that was a tough one for me and other aspects though of self management are, are are key as well there are other aspects of it and you must learn really how to set you know goals and be able to effectively and realistically work towards them that's a part of self management too is it's not just all emotional it's not just all about you know the emotional emotional intelligence is a part of this it's all wrapped into this but self-management is goals. So when I first began in leadership, I, I personally didn't have a clue what my goals were, except I knew I wanted to make a lot of money and I wanted to travel. And that sounds pretty much like a 21-year-old's like goals, I would assume, right? I'm sure some of you guys can, <laughs> can relate a lot to that. But I remember staring out the store window, thinking to myself, I I think I might have even whispered this, you guys. Like, it literally went into the universe. And I said, I want to get the hell out of these four walls and see the world, travel, and make money doing it. And I even got more specific as my time, my angst kind of built up, you know, after these, you know, emotional breakdowns and things that were going on as I was learning as a leader and my self-management was a little out of control and my self-awareness and all of this I was learning. Little did I know. Well, ladies, and for some of the gentlemen that listen to this too, whom I love as well, uh, be careful what you wish for because the universe listens and this is great for me. Uh, I set my goals and I worked hard, and and it happened. It actually just kind of fell into my lap. It was really crazy. Uh, for those of you who don't know that story, I talk about it a lot, but I literally just I got a phone call and I was on a plane. Like a couple days later, working for the corporate office for Joseph Bank. It was really wild. But the the part of this though. While that was transpiring, while I was staring out the window those hard days, you know, I was so busy leading, I failed to realize that I was already a leader. Like I was leading, and I I look back now and I'm telling these antics and these stories and these silly things that happened, and they're not really silly things any, anymore. Like I look back, and I'm like, oh my god, I was growing so much, and I hope that you listen to them and you learn from them, or you can look back on your experiences and say. Oh my gosh, like I'm leading, I'm learning. You're constantly learning as a person. That is entirely, you know, on you to look at that and realize and say, wow, like that is a part of, of my journey. But I had those goals. I just, I needed to have some light shine on them, but my goals kind of kept evolving. But it's on you. That's a part of self-management, to come back full circle here self-management you, you have to have goals you have to have them and you have to be out to achieve them and you have to take that initiative but that's just to be a successful person as a leader you have to have those goals as well because you're going to be eventually leading a whole team of people and maybe a company maybe a branch maybe a whatever new product whatever it is but you have to have those goals and you have to be self-motivated to go after it and that's a big component about self-management is also self-motivation because there's no one else telling you to go do that there was nobody telling me to go stand in the window and go okay i know i want to make money a lot of it i know i want to go travel i know this is what i'm sp- like where do those goals come from i don't know but i i knew it And somehow I ended up doing it, but I just kept working hard. And that was, that was self-driven. In my opinion, a good self-manager, this is my term, (laughs) that's what I like to call it, has these characteristics to kind of wrap it up in a bow for you. Self-motivated, you're transparent and honest, you're trustworthy, you're adaptable, you're resilient because you're going to get knocked down a whole lot. Like, you know, I my story about I looked out the window and I said I wanted to travel and make a whole lot of money. It sounds like a pie in the sky kind of story, but, like, it wasn't easy. I didn't just get a phone call and went to corporate and it was great and I made a million dollars. No, that's not what the hell happened to me. No. I went to corporate. I got beaten down. I was a bunch of, around a bunch of men that were, you know, two and three times my age. It was super hard. They didn't think I knew anything. It was a great experience and I'm tough as nails now because of it, but it was a hard road. Like it was a super hard road, best experience of my life. It was the beginning of it all for me. So just remember, like you have to be resilient. That's why that's in there and you have to be optimistic. And I kind of say this in like, you know, parentheses here, like hope for the best, prepare for the worst you know, so why do I believe all of this? Well, I could probably write a few blogs. I could probably do a few podcasts about this. But, you know, this, this pillar is really important for leaders. And, you know, after becoming self-aware, then you're able to tone your skills and put them into action with these characteristics, which is what This is what self-management is. This is why this is so beautifully woven next after being self-aware, self-management or to be a self-manager. In my opinion, self-management is the self-action that occurs. It's what happens. That's why this is working so perfectly after self-awareness. You are self-aware and then you take action. That's the self-management. It's what you actionably do. So I'll share another example. This has turned into quite, a, quite an episode. But for example, I had to make a really tough decision uh, when I lost my brother. And I was in a leadership position. I have been for many years. I had to reach into my self-awareness. But when I reflect back now, I realize it was really self-management that was going on there because I was not able to control my feelings or my emotions in a way that was professional. I lost my brother at, at 30 to a homicide. And I here I was sitting in a role. You know, I wanted to be in a director or a VP role and that was my goal. And I'm filming this TV show. I mean, all these crazy things are happening. And I was going to work and I felt like I was dying in so many ways. And I had to make this, this really tough decision because I thought it was self-awareness. I did But I would go to work and shut the door and stare at a wall, like, in my office. I could not even tell you to this day what I wore to work, which was so not me. I know that I didn't wear a stitch of makeup to work, which was so not me. I didn't shower some days. Like, not super disgusting, guys. Like, I washed my face and stuff like that. But that's so not me. I was not capable of self-management because I was not being honest with those around me either about how bad the pain was I wasn't able to adapt to this new normal and how could I be optimistic about anything if I wasn't inhabiting any of these characteristics I wasn't I wasn't self-motivated I wasn't being transparent and honest. I wasn't, how could I be trustworthy to those around me if they don't even know what's really going on? I wasn't adapting to what was going on. I wasn't being resilient. Although some people look back and go, holy shit, Maya, you're being really resilient. I didn't think so. And I sure as hell wasn't optimistic. You have to be kidding me. Like, I wasn't optimistic. I thought my world had ended. That's when I finally fell back to myself awareness and I resigned at my job I resigned at at 30 years old I had worked my ass off to get this job but I knew that was being a better leader for it because I was being honest transparent and in control of my emotions for the first time in weeks and perhaps in my entire life as a leader And it really propelled me forward in my career. I ended up doing some incredible, amazing things afterwards. And I have the story to tell and share. And in my opinion, that's self-management.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com. As well as read the My Opinion blog And contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.